0: Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N 29.com. Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Yeah. Hello, Bengals fans. I am Matt Minnick, and this is Coach Speak coming at you today. Uh, look, Joe Burrow talking to the media again now, the Bengals back in session. Uh, we've got some mini-camp action coming at you. Uh, we've got some OTAs coming at you, right? That whole off-season program kind of starting to get underway now. Uh, Joe Burrow talking to the media for the first time since uh, since the AFC Championship, really, and um, look, obviously, that's the, the big Question mark? The big thing going on in Cincinnati right now uh, is Joe Burrow's contract. What's going on with Joe Burrow's contract? And look, we talk about, you know, what are they going to do? Uh, are they going to bring in more free agents? You know, might they try and, you know, find a tight end somewhere? Might they try and find a uh, another, you know, pass rushing deal a tackle? And we talk about all these things. And, and then obviously there's the other extensions uh, that that could slash need to take place t higgins logan wilson things like that like you know where are those guys gonna come in obviously you know burrow's the first domino you know and, and, and there could be some other things that fall i don't really know how much they're going to do outside unless it's a you know an opportunity thing um you know in, in, in august uh, at this point but the the big piece is is burrow and figuring that out and t- doing something you know that, that works for him that works for the team um, and that because him the flexibility to be able to do the other stuff and still compete. And I think, you listen to Burrow talk, I, I think we know, listen to Burrow talk, we know listen to Duke talk. You know, Burrow is what we thought he was. Um, you know, and he's a big picture guy. He's a guy that wants to win. Um, I think he's a guy that's going to be smart with his money. Um, and, you know, doesn't necessarily need to have every penny that he can muster uh, <laughs> because he's going to blow it. Uh, because you know, like we've seen those guys in the past, right? Um, we've seen things that people are like that a little bit, and um, and and, and we've we know from Brew, uh, you know, he said something about his old line gifter for, for Christmas like a year ago. He's just like, Well, I want to get in this, but I'm not quite there yet. We'll have to wait for my second contract. So, you know, like he's he's thinking about things, even though he's you know, he's still making millions of dollars, he's thinking about those things and um, trying to be smart with his money and what he does. So, you know, I don't, like, it's not going to be a cash grab. Now, we, we use the term team-friendly, and I think, I don't know, like, there's, I it's like we expect players to bend over for the team to some extent, and then I think the other view of it, the, the way people look at it is, well, you know, that's not really being fair to him, and, you know, I don't know, like, it's a four-letter word to some people, you know, team-friendly. Well, team is a four-letter word, but you know what I mean. Um, like, the whole term is, like, a four-letter word to, to some people, so, I, look, I don't think, I don't know, like, like, I think it's, it's a bit of a misnomer, you know, I think he's willing to see the big picture and work with things, and I think he's going to get his, and he's going to get it, he's going to make a lot of money, you know, and and he's going to figure it out, um, but I think he, he understands how the Bengals work, he understands how they're, um, you know, how they manage the cap, how they do things, um, you know, will they make certain concessions for him if he wants them? Sure. I mean, like, he's, he's the dude. I'm, I'm sure they will. Uh, but I don't think he's going to push for something that's going to put them in a, in a bad situation. You know, and, and I think a lot of that comes from, you know, just the way he was raised. And, and look, I, I, I get it. This is a Bengals podcast. Um, I, we don't like the Chiefs. <laughs> but, uh, look, Mahomes made a lot of money, but it's spread out over a lot of time. Uh, Obviously, they have had to make certain concessions, certain changes. But, you know, it did free them up. Um, And, you know, it has now, after a couple years, people are like, well, this is pretty team-friendly the way they did this for the long term like that. So, I think Mahomes is a guy, right, who he grew up around locker rooms. You know, he he grew up, his dad uh, played for the Twins. His dad played, you know, Major League Baseball for a lot of years. So, he kind of gets that it's a team you know he understands uh the team aspect of the things he understands that it's not just about one player now in football and at that position all right sometimes it can be about one player right and and uh sometimes that person can can leverage you know their situation um and teams don't have a lot of options all the time you know uh i mean we saw what happened in seattle like seattle was like all right screw you um, and moved on from it. And at this point, Seattle's doing better than Denver is. Um, we'll see how that plays out in the long term. But, you know, few teams are going to have the guts to do that. Um, and, and obviously you don't want to do that. Your franchise didn't want to do that. Your fans don't want you to do that. It's not a good deal. It's not a good situation. So, anyway, though, I feel like I, I think Mahomes gets that sort of thing. And it, it Burrow's the same, same way, you know. Uh, not He didn't grow up around professional sports. Like Mahomes did, but he grew up around locker rooms. He grew up with a dad who was a uh, was a coach at, at Ohio, was a coach at Nebraska, like coaching some some high level, big level programs, and um, you know, like so he gets that it's it's not one guy, it's not one thing that you need to have the pieces around you. I mean, also like just his experience from Ohio State to LSU, right? You know, getting the right opportunity, you know, knowing what was going to be the right opportunity for him, figuring that out, um, and then you know getting the right pieces, the right guys around him. Obviously, you know, Chase was up and coming at that point, but uh, Jefferson was already there. Like, he had to develop that rapport and kind of get to know those guys a little bit, find the right coaches that were going to be able to make the right... You know, like, so even at LSU, like, it took a year for it to really become and for him to really become what he could at LSU. So, you know, I think he gets that if... If you got to move on from T. Higgins and Jamar Chase because you just signed Burrow to some some crazy deal, well, you're gonna you're gonna suffer. Burrow's gonna suffer in the short term too, um, and you know because you, you got to figure that out, right? And maybe you have some guys in the pipeline, but you're still gonna take a te- uh, at least a temporary step back um, if you have to do something like that. I think I think that's obvious to just about anybody. But I, but I think he gets that. I think he wants to win. I mean, he's still he's still hungry, like. You know, he's got that national championship. He wants the Super Bowl. He's been there. He's been close to it. Um, and, and he wants to go out and get it. And I think if you look at, you know, from the other aspect, from the other side of things, you look at T. Higgins' situation, right? So that's the other really big one that we talk about right now. Like, they want to bring him back. I think we see a great rapport between him and Burrow We he talks about him and Chase. Uh, but, uh, you know, you know the, the, that... that going back to college, but, you know, really, you know, Higgins had that, that first year with him uh, in the NFL as well, like, you, you see a great rapport there uh, on and off the field, um, so my, my concern with Higgins is this, does Higgins just want to be the dude, right, Um, and, you know, could Higgins just be like, well, you know, I want to go somewhere else, I want to be the guy, because we always say, hey, he's the number one re- receiver on any other team, you know, and some, some would argue he's the number one receiver in Cincinnati as well, but maybe he wants to be that guy for somebody. You know, and there's a little bit of ego in there. But also, eh, I can't, I can't blame him, right? Um, we all want to be the guy. You know, nobody wants to be the other guy. Um, we all have that, I think, in us. Uh, especially, you know, real high competitors like that have that in them to, to want to prove themselves and say, hey, look, look at me, I'm a number one receiver. Hey, look at me. You know, I can break records. I can I can carry, uh, you know, a franchise to the higher levels as well. Um, you know, his his college teammate, Trevor Lawrence, you know, might be looking for a number one receiver uh, in the near future. So, you know, could he be that guy? I mean, he absolutely could. So, you know, it, it comes down to it. It's one of those things I can't blame him if he wants to do that. Um, and then the other aspect of this is if they do side Higgins, that really sets the floor in um, a, a lower than – floor floor if that makes sense uh for jamar chase right so that you know if they have burrow and they have higgins locked down um you know now you know what the assets they have available and now you know that that jamar chase didn't get to get any less than higgins got um so that gives you you know a clear-cut picture of that so we're talking about burrow we're talking about the extensions that need to happen this year but we're also going to look into the future projection of the future and, and figure out what that means for jamar chase i mean you know, maybe maybe chases the odd man out in the long run. Um, who knows? I mean, they, again, they want to keep the band together, they want to keep everything there. Um, but money makes things makes money makes things funky sometimes. You know, some things times things don't always work out. Um, I think this is a pretty strong locker room that they can handle those sort of things, and it seems like everybody kind of knows how to handle their business. Um, you know, they're they're professionals. Jonah Williams is a professional. Jonah Williams is going to come in. And, and uh, lock down that right tackle position I think even though he's not happy about some things. Um, and the locker room is, is gonna is gonna be you know gonna be good with it. You know, I think I think Karis and Kappa and, and Volson and all those guys are, are gonna support him as well. So uh, just just some contract thoughts here as we move forward, as we get into more team activities. And uh yeah, there you have it. So I am Emmendick, this is Coach Speak. Who? Yeah, we're coming forward with hey. sours. Yeah, we're coming forward with sours. you hear the crowd, we're coming forward with sours.